everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. So when I created this podcast, I, I, first of my, my topic was going to be distraction, the enemy of direction. I thought, that's a good one. Yeah, let's get right on that. And I thought, no, we can do better than that. So I thought, you are what you do every day. Your daily routine determines your life. I thought, man, that, that's a powerful one because that is so true. And I thought, no, let me, let me go in a different direction. So then I went to sowing and reaping. So here it is. This one played out, sowing and reaping. I hope you love this. I say in the underground experience, you can have anything in life you want. Only if you're willing to help enough other people get what they want. You know, I didn't make that sentence up. That comes from Zig Ziglar. He was saying that before I was born. It's true then, it's true now. We're talking about the difference between people that have an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset. And they're total opposites. The scarcity mindset says, I should get all the pieces of the pie that are available. Because that's all there is. That's all I can see. So I'm going to get as much as I can. The growth mindset says, don't worry. There's more than enough to go around for everyone. And if we run out, we can just make more pie. That's the growth mindset. The moment we take on a growth mindset, everything changes in our life. Everything. Everything we want will flow to us. It's just the way it works. The return on giving is always greater than what we give. There's rules of nature here. The law of sowing and reaping is a law of nature. No one can break it. And the return on giving is always greater than what we give. So why don't we give more? And we will reap what we sow. And we cannot reap what we do not sow. And there's people, they're they're frustrated. They're not getting what they want in life. They're not getting the harvest that they want. They're hoping that they they just get lucky. The problem is hoping to get lucky is not a strategy for life. We don't get what we want. We get what we are. We've said that before. We got to give to receive. Everything you've ever received, you've given something. For everything we gain, we lose something. And for everything we lose, we gain something. This is the law of the excluded alternative in action. You know that law. When you choose one thing, you're actively unchoosing everything else. The law of the excluded alternatives. If you want a degree from school, you're going to give up time, sleep, free time to have it. And if you don't give it up, you won't get it. We breathe in, we breathe out. There's people trying to just breathe in this life. You got to breathe out. I think in the end, people are looking to be fulfilled in this world. They're looking for a sense of, of completion, satisfaction, contentment. And you know, the fulfilled person has a servant's heart. Always. They always do. I've never met a fulfilled person with an entitled heart. They don't exist. The people that are fulfilled, they know that when you're serving others, it fills you up. This is the lesson taught to us when Jesus washed his friend's feet. Imagine, put yourself in his position. You're the all-powerful, all-knowing. You can do anything you want. And in less than 12 hours, you know that you're going to be hung on a cross. You're about to be killed. And here you are at your last supper, surrounded by your best friends, and they're arguing. They're, they're, they're bickering. They're having a fight. 
you have the power to avoid all the pain of being hung on a cross and altering history forever, by the way, but you choose to serve your friends by washing their feet. It was a display of humility and servanthood. No one has ever become poor by giving. The meek shall inherit the earth, I think it goes. You know, Jesus came to earth not to be the king or the conqueror, but as a servant. And there's our lesson. His lesson to us, it's not to focus on being served, but on serving others. Self-centeredness and fulfillment cannot exist together. They just don't. Self-centeredness and a sense of fulfillment do not exist together. Fulfillment comes when we move from what's in it for me to what can I do for you. It's having an attitude of gratitude versus an attitude of entitlement. Everyone who has had a positive and significant impact on the world, they have had a servant heart. Every one of them. Martin Luther King, he puts it like this. He says, the most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? That's Martin Luther King. And Charles Dickens puts it like this. No one is useless in this world who lightens the burden of another. I love that. You know, there is no better exercise for your heart than to pick up others. Exercise daily. This is going to be quick also, but I, so I've come across people that have listened, right? Like actually in the streets, been stopped. It's kind of cool walking down Bethlehem. People are like, hey, you do that podcast yeah, with Randy. I love like, that. Wow, you actually recognize. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and some people talk about the law of excludable alternative and they don't understand it. So, and I get it. And I think uh-huh. now that I've started a business and built a business, I get it even more. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some people that don't understand it. So. I kind of want to have like an in-depth dive into what the law of excludable alternative is okay. and like some examples and, sure. and things like that, just so people can, just so it's clarified. Yep. Cause some people hear it and they're like, I don't know. It's like, yeah. well, okay. So here, you know, just so you're saying it, uh, an, an analogy popped in my head real mm-hmm. quick here. So in the land business, real estate, there's something called highest and best use for the land. Right. Okay. So if, if, if a business, they'll, they'll hire an engineering firm to go, all right, do a study on this property. What is the highest and best use of this property based upon its zoning? Um, it's where it lies. All it's, it's, you know, the contour of the land. And the goal is to use the property for the highest and best use to maximize what you can get out of that property. Right. Interesting. Makes sense. So you could use a piece of property to build a, a beautiful skyscraper, you know, that's going to be like unbelievable, you know, and that, if, let's say that is the highest and best use, a skyscraper, you know, with a hundred floors, or you could turn that thing into a, uh, a bicycle rental shop, hmm. right? So the law of the excluded alternative says, whatever I choose to use this land for, I'm unchoosing everything else. So if I choose to build the bicycle rental shop, I am unchoosing the skyscraper. So in our life, when we choose to do one thing with our time, we are unchoosing everything else to do in that time period. So the law of the excluded alternative. Alternative means something else. So I'm sitting here with you right now in this podcast room, and we are shooting podcasts. By, uh, by me doing this with you, I am actively unchoosing time with my wife. Because right now, Tiff is at home with Natalie, and I could be home with her playing with Natalie on the floor. And I'm saying to myself, nope, it's more important that I'm here at the podcast room than it is to be with my wife and my baby. 
I'm actively unchoosing that. Oh, when you say it that way, I feel kind of bad. It's, it's blunt. <laughs> it's, but imagine when, if we lived a life like this, where we go, I understand it and I'm choosing it and, and, and I'm actively doing this. People do it and they lie to themselves. They pretend they don't know. Mm. They just, you know, I, I don't know by default. Well, if you're driving down the road and you're breaking a speed limit and you're going 80 miles an hour and they pull you over and they go, speed limit is 40, you don't, you can't go, I didn't know. They go, oh, no problem. No big deal. We won't give you a ticket. You get a ticket anyway. Well, in life, people are getting tickets. They, they just, but they don't pay for it until later in life. When they grow up and their child doesn't even know the dad because the dad chose something else every day. The law of the little alternative. I choose this, I unchoose you. I choose this, I unchoose that. And it's kicking people's butts. The law excluded alternative is happening right now to everybody every minute of their life. And whether they're aware of it or not makes no difference. Is it malicious though? No, it's, it's the saying, you ever hear Gary, Gary V? Oh yeah. Right. I mean, sometimes it's hard to listen to him. He swears a lot, you know, <laughs> but, I've, but I've heard him say already, he goes, no, I will actively, I will actively think about my daughter dying. I'll think that she's dead and, and, that, and now, now I'm going to appreciate her. And I think there's, I get goosebumps saying that because, you know, there, there's something to that because in life we should love what we have before life teaches us to love what we lost. That's a true statement. He's saying, I put that in action. I picture them that they have died and how am I going to feel? And I actually feel those feelings. I go, powerful stuff, dude. You're living the real life. You're actually confronting the reality of life. You know, we have, we have a cat that's dying right now. Joey cat's 17 year old cat. You know, really old cat. He was like 180 in cat years, you know? So it's, it's all, it's okay. It's a wise cat. Yes, right? And I'm, I'm teaching my children right now. I go, you know, I believe that pets are designed to live less long as people. That way it teaches us to love what we have in the moment before we love what we lost. Love Joey Cat today while he's still here right now. Because in a week he may not be here, but love him now. And you should love mom now and Joseph now and Maggie now. And they looked at me and go, oh, I get it, dad. Mm. Right. But this, this law of the excluded alternative, if we actively think to ourselves by staying late at work, I'm unchoosing time with my family. Is it worth it? Maybe. Might be. I mean, there's times of life where you, you, you should. I, I agree. You have I ha to, I right? have. Yeah. You don't have to, but you should. No one has to, you don't have to do anything. I mean, you, you really don't, no one has to do anything, you know, but there's also this element of soft time pushes out hard time, which ties into the law of excluded alternative. You ever hear this? So I never a soft time, hard time, soft time, hard time. So the soft time is the time that you just get to spend home with Diana. You just can be home with her. You got nothing to do. There's no pressures. There's no time schedules. You can go at the dinner. If you want, you can stay at home, and watch a movie at one. That's the soft time. The time you can choose to do anything you want. The hard time is the time that makes the soft time possible. So the hard time is the time that you go to work, that you have to do this to get that. So the hard time is that what you must do to live the lifestyle that you want to live. Well, if you don't do the hard time when you have to do it, hard time will push out soft time. Mm. It just gets rid of it. Because when you're at work, if you don't do all your formatting and, and video production here in the podcast room, and you're over on the internet looking around, just having fun, right? Does the work go away? No. Of course not. So what's going to happen? It's going to go home with you. And then what will happen is Diana's going to go, hey, what, what, what are you doing? He's like, I had to get my work done today. She's like, oh, so the hard time pushed out our time, huh? Yeah, yeah, because uh, it was more important to be on the internet today than be spend time with you. The, the law of school alternative. You see how it ties together? 
Damn. No, I'm not used to this. No, zero, I know. But you see I what just, I mean? I know. I know exactly the, what you mean. Right. Because it's the law of exclusive alternative says I choose one thing, I don't choose another thing. And I tell people at work, when you're at work, work all the time you're at work. Because when you're at work, if you're chit chatting with your friends, the work doesn't go away. So it's going to go home with you. So you're actively saying it is more important to sit here and chit chat with my friends than it is to spend time with my wife because I'm actively choosing that. I'd rather talk to you than spend time at home with my kids. And then you go home. And I can't spend my time with my kids because I'm doing work because I was talking to my friends today. When we, when we live like that, I tell you, life <laughs> takes on a whole new vividness. Wow. Right? That hit home. I'm sorry. I feel like I have to apologize. No, no, Ralph. <laughs> <You're funny. laughs> I feel like I have to apologize. I feel like I got put in my place a yeah. little bit. No, but you know. In a good way. It's, yeah, it's a, a good, good thing. But you, know, you know, this ties into balance of life, right? Isn't that is true? There is no such thing, I don't think. There is no balance to life. You know, some seasons of life, we have to work really hard. Mm -hmm. And the key is to get our significant other on board with us. I can tell you, Tiff has the power to veto anything in my schedule. And you listen though, right? Dude, oh yeah. I was just talking to yeah. Diane about that the other day. I was like, you tell me no, it's no. Like it Absolutely. is what it is. But if you say yes, I'm going to move. 100%. I'm we're ripping. I'm doing it. So. Yeah. But you know, it, the, sometimes you got to work really hard, you know, and there's been times where I've said a tiff already, like, love, I just have to, I cannot, I can't not do this right now. I have to do this. And she, whether she understands or not, I, I still plow forward because I believe it's the right thing to do, you know, but there's other times where. I, you know, Tiff and I try to go on two dates a week this right now. Wow. It's a great season of life. Kids are in school. You know, the, the winery is operating real nice. All's well. Two dates a week. That's great stuff. I'm loving that. Lady. Wow. Some people don't even get to a year. Right. 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 It's wow. It makes you appreciate it. It does. It, it I, literally I, I yeah, so adds appreciate to the it. point. Yeah. It's so big time. I mean, when we go out, you know, we at the table, I'm always telling her, like, I love being here with you right now. Say that sentence out loud to Diana. Mm -hmm. Sometime you're at dinner. I love being here with you right now. It helps amplify the moment when you actually verbalize it. She'll go, I, I love it too. I love being here right now with you. A lot of times you'll love the moment, but you don't say it out loud. It's a whole new element. Yeah. You just smile. I, I, yeah. That's my trouble. Not my trouble, but I just sit there and I smile and she'll go, what's the matter? I'm like, I just, I'm here. I'm love happy. being here. Yeah. I yeah. love being here with you right now. Wow. But yeah. The law of the excluded alternative. We should do a whole presentation on that. You should. And I hope, who, and I'm not going to say her name, the, the woman that asked me about it, but I hope listening to this, you have a better understanding of, mm -hmm. of the law of excludable alternative. And maybe you tell your husband or mm -hmm. your boyfriend mm -hmm. or whoever it is, but, and get him on board with it too. Fine. So, yeah. yeah. We, we always have a choice of what we're doing. Even if we don't think we have a choice, we still do have a choice of what we're doing at any given moment. Some people say, I have to. Do you really? Not really. Right. No, you, you can choose. That's frightening. It's, it's, it's the outcome that you don't want. That's why we say, I don't, I have to. You know, but, you know, and the law of the school alternative basically says you choose one thing, you're actively unchoosing everything else. So what are we unchoosing? Yeah. Make and the right choice. Right. Thank you. Thanks, Ralph.